Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. The show where we keep it real so real. I'm one we talk about the Shawshank Redemption. And today we have a little more fun than you think we could have. No, okay, I'm not going to do that voice the entire time. No, because that's going to kill you. It's kind of giving yourself vocal fry right there. You know what? No one got shanked. Yeah. Well, surprisingly enough, no. Well, well, well. Almost. Maybe. There, yeah, but mm. there was a prison that is Shawshank. There is. Yep. There, there is. is. There is, and uh, there's a trip we always took up to Maine, and there is a car. There's a old, 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 old prison van. That is Shawshank Prison. Damn. That's on one of the main roads into Maine. If you go through Kittery. Oh, hi, I'm Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. Uh, and we talked today about the Shawshank Redemption, listed as one of the favorite movies of all time, and it's on the AFI Top 100 list on many, 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 many years. It's actually one of, um, yeah. uh, what's his face? Stephen King's favorite adaptation. Yep, it's also yeah. Morgan Freeman's yeah. uh, favorite it's like yeah. his favorite well. novella, right? It's, yeah. fa- it's actually his favorite, one of his favorite books. Yeah. yeah. And this is based on Rita Hayward and the Shawshank, and Shawshank Redemption. Which uh, makes a lot of sense if yeah. you actually go through the wiki and yeah. find out the um, differences and uh, and such through the film and the uh, and the book. Did he stick yeah. with the same poster in the book? Uh, it changes, just yeah. like in the movie, oh. it does change. She's mm-hmm. like, why focus on her when she's the first poster? She Because she's it the was, first poster. She's the yeah. Yeah, she but it's, special yeah. poster. Yeah. It was, it it was the, the, or, the origin of yeah. the plan. Yeah. And also in the book, actually, Rita Hayward stays the entire way through. And there are slight iterations in different movies. In the yeah. book, yeah. she ends up changing yeah. to the very last person, which I, if I remember correctly, because I actually looked it up on the wiki, yeah. um, oh, I cannot remember who it was because it was... Hold on, I'll find I it. I recognize the picture, but I don't remember Nick. Well, it was a Planet it's... of the Apes movie. Yeah. No, I, oh, it was? I think. No, I thought that. it was like... Fuzzy, fuzzy Bridges? Yeah, yeah, something, something BC hold up, or Hold up, I'll find it. Now you got me talking like that. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I find out what you need, and it's okay. Uh, well, I'm just, it was my... I've been walking around today just going, Andy Dufresne. <laughs> All day. Might as well say who's seen it how many times. Uh, okay, I, I will lead. I've seen this probably of almost, it uh, has to be about two dozen times. This is my first time, yeah. but I knew same. some stuff from parody. Yeah, yeah same. First time actually, actually having watched it. I think I've seen like the last, not so, not so much the last twenty minutes, but like a twenty minute chunk in the middle a few times. But having actually sat down for the whole movie, first time. This was my first time seeing it all the way through. I I think the. Um, a lot of it was through like cultural osmosis, like mm-hmm. you've seen it through pop culture. Yeah. And the very like one of the very last scenes in the movie with him, um, with Digging his shirt out. off, yeah. in, in the, the in the rain. Yeah. That yeah. was in the the That's, damn trailer. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but that is so iconic. Like it's one of those like when you. That's been see, done like, so much. Yeah. Right. I mean, they did it yeah. in what powder. Yeah, not even just that. Like yeah, but that is yeah, that's in powder too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's one of those like even if you like. During the Academy Awards, when they're flipping through all sorts of like great movies, when they're doing like little clip shows and whatever like, else, it's one of that. That's there. one of those scenes that's very those, iconic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Took the words so out of my mouth. It's yeah. one of those iconic the, moments. The girl in the last picture is Raquel Welch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in the apparently in the last uh, yeah. poster that's in Andy's cell in the book is yeah. of Linda Ronstadt. Right. Oh, okay. Yep. okay, so it's a little there. So it's Rita Hayward, Marilyn Monroe, and Raquel Welch. Mm-hmm. And on all these, and I mean, I have seen this. I mean, there's a lot that I have uh, I could relate to, and I just want to get one thing out of the way. Family, you might hear a story if uh, any of my family members are listening that you did not know about. Uh, I'm not going to go too too deep, but don't shock yourself. It's all right, you know. Um, and you know, it's always one of those like I had this thing for years that I was trying to. I was really trying hard to perfect a Morgan Freeman impression. <laughs> and the first thing I started doing it is I, I watched this movie and I just, all I said was the name Andy Dufresne. <laughs> like, I just did that and just practiced that. Andy Dufresne. A constant, just mid level and just doing that because I wanted to follow someone around and just narrate their life as they were doing it and seeing if it would freak them out. Or just doing like, Dan ate a salad. He touched his nose. <laughs> he, he looked at me with that with that look of concern. He took a like, dump. He's like, what the fuck, bro? It's like, so like, you can stop now. It's like the uh, it's like the uh, the apocalypse episode of Family Guy, yeah. where uh, like uh, was it? Um, oh, why can't I remember? Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, the musician guy f- uh, did Toy Story. He got a friend in me. Oh, um, um, and it's like you can stay here in our orchard. You got plenty of fruit yeah. to eat. But yeah. then there's well, yeah. and then there's old yeah. Randy yeah. on his piano. Yeah. Randy Newman. Randy old Randy on his piano, just singing yeah. about what he sees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he got an apple in his step, left, step, right, foot, left, foot, right. right let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> and, you know, this Takes mo- a long, hard look at Randy. Yeah, there's a lot to this movie that, I mean... It's, it's two and a half hours long. Yes. And if you saw this, this played on AT&T... I'm sorry, on uh, TNT... For years, and it was if it if you saw this on cable, it was like three and a half, maybe four hours with commercials. Oh yeah, it was the top rented movie in the mid nineties for Blockbuster. Yeah, it's it scored a whole bunch of nominations, did not win one award, which is which crazy. Is kind yeah, of right. BS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because this yeah. I think I, I think okay, okay. But here's I mean I'm and I'm probably going to be very unpopular with this opinion, but the Academy Awards is bullshit to begin with. Yeah, it's too genre for the Academy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, okay. And I'm, I'm not just sure gonna, what that means. Well, I'm just going to point this out right now. Anyway, I mean, even if you look at it this year, okay, the Academy Awards this year have been pushed back. They're actually going to be, yeah. uh, I think, the beginning of April, actually, and. Um, They've decided this year as well, this is because I listen to the radio on the drive to work, um, they've pushed it back and it's actually in person this year. They're not doing it uh, yeah. via um, uh, telecast. They're actually mm. having everybody show up. So if you don't show up, you're not going to be uh, zo- uh, zoomed in. Mm. Okay. Um, and pretty much every single thing, every single film that's nominated is nothing I've heard of. 
because this year's movies, well, yeah, it, nothing was in theaters. Everything was either on like HBO Max it's or on Netflix. Weird it's year. been a weird year, <sighs> and this kind of proves my point, though. Yeah, Academy movies, things that are like critically acclaimed and everything else. Are so pandering. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a vid- there's a a channel on YouTube called the Film Theorist, mm-hmm. and he went through how it's picked, analyzed every winner, found a pattern, and then came up with how what movie you could write and uh, direct and film and do everything with it and win. Yeah. And, you know, exactly how you could do it. And it basically, three years later, that movie was released and it won everything. And, you know, it just... It's it It just happened, yeah. It's, I I am with you. I think award shows are absolutely pointless. Of, yay, Aren't they all rigged? They won a trophy. Right. Yeah, it's, like, it's all political. Honestly, it's yeah. like the... What is it? The Emmys? The Emmys are kind of fun because... Yeah. It's like the popular yeah. vote, like the the, yeah. the voters have like. Aren't yeah. the Grammys sort of like that too? I mean, that's music, but yeah, that's music. But uh, the Emmys, at least the popular vote of like the actors have something to do with it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. every actor yes. that's in the Screen yes. Actors Guild kind of yeah. gets a a vote, and they're like, okay, vote for who you like. Did yeah. you enjoy this movie? Yeah. All right, and yeah. it could be like Avengers, or yeah. it could be like. You know, this yeah, crazy it's a little more... Right. It's a bit more online, fun. Yeah. It, but it's yeah. fun. You're like, right, yeah. Now, does it have to be a movie that came out that year? Yes. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's say, because if... You if, can't have a backlog. Yes. No. But, but they, see, if, but they if, also if have... If I had the opportunity, I'd vote for Starship Troopers every year. <laughs> <laughs> Just to have that one little and bogey on the you list. You know, I, I would vote for this movie. <laughs> yeah. right. If that was like, the case, but, I mean, this if, is... But remember, there's always going to be No love for Iron Giant? But that's oh, what they yes, eventually yes. I think there's gonna be that that yeah. like that award show that's gonna be like let's pick the top one hundred movies voted by yeah. you and there's gonna be that one like big Suck it, Citizen Kane. No one's gonna pick you. Yeah. Yeah, but it's gonna be like an updated list. Yeah. It's gonna be like a hey, let's do this because it's fun and we're all fucking bored. Because guess yeah. what? Quarantine killed a lot of us. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, with this, I mean, the casting alone generally is, I mean, just naming some of the top players, you're Tim Robbins as Andy, Morgan Freeman, Bob Gundon, William Sadler, <laughs> uh, Clancy Brown, Gil Bellows, and James Whitmore. Clancy Brown is, is uh, I honestly didn't yeah. know he was in it. I didn't yeah. either I until we saw his face. Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to yeah. the uh, to the yeah. uh, beginning credits either. So when I heard it, when I heard uh, was it yeah. uh, was it Chief Hadley, Guard Hadley, yeah, Captain yeah. Captain Hadley. Yeah. When I heard him talk, yeah. I'm just like Lex Luthor. What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He it's it's one of those that it it gets me, but they don't. They do a very good job. Giving you the feeling of what prison is like. Oh, yeah. And, you know, giving you the idea of what prison is like. And just to give you a little bit. So let's kind of dive into this and get into talking about Andy and about Red. 
and all the people of this. And I mean, this movie, we're not going to go over everything no, about it. then we'd be here two and a half hours. Yeah, well, we'd be here for... Well, Probably no, four be hours here, yeah. because we analyze four to five, and you know, and yeah, <laughs> we go on tangents a little we more do. than yeah. I feel like we do more tangents than analysis. Eh, that's okay. We, We're a podcast. We sometimes go into yeah. analysis though. So when it starts out with this, it's the year 1947, and it's super important that you remember that because. This time takes jumps in time, but it doesn't announce what year it is no. unless you're paying attention. It doesn't right. announce what year it is. Yeah. There's a little bit of the whole, like, yeah. hmm, nice exposition there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's actually well-written yeah. exposition. Yes. It's yeah. not, well, not just like, well, it's been another six months. Right, yeah. we, we don't know. As you know, and Red, that, you're in here for... Yeah. But that's but that's the yeah. thing, though. When you're well. in prison, you don't really know how much time has passed. No. You know that days have passed, but if you're not paying attention, you just know the seasons change. Yeah. What difference does it make if it's June or if it's September? Yeah. It doesn't matter to you. The work yeah. you get to do outside? Yeah, that's well, about the work it. that has to get done or anything, and then... Um, you know, with life that may happen like, or things may move on. Like, and I mean, the, you don't really care what year yeah, it is. Yeah, the mm-hmm. only one who knew the passage of time was Andy because mm-hmm. he's writing those letters. Yep. yep. And, you know, knew absolutely. And they do little things like, oh, the year Kennedy was shot. Right. Okay, it's, now it's 1963. Right. And then oh, when he mo- gets a new uh, lady poster. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah, for his 10 year anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or the or the other or when, stuff. Well, when Red goes up for parole. Yeah, that's, that's kind of yeah. how we keep track of time yeah. a little bit too. Now, as it starts out, we're into the trial. We're in Portland, Maine, and banker Andy Dufresne is convicted of murdering his wife and her lover, and he, is sentenced to two consecutive life sentences at Shawshank. He says he threw the gun in the river before it happened. Yeah, which he may well have done. Yeah. Like, when he realizes what he almost did, he, you know, freaked out and tosses the gun. But oh, yeah, unfortunately, he was kill himself. Yeah. Unfortunately, he also tosses out any possibility of him actually proving his innocence. The worst yeah. part about this, too, is you're, as the, uh, as the audience at this part, we don't actually know if yeah. he's done it or not. Mm. Yeah, we know that there's a murder. And I like that. Yes. Yeah. We and know I, that there's yeah. a murder. We know that there's a gun. We know that there are bullets. And we see Andy in a drunken state in his car. Yeah. And he, at this point, is telling his own story at his trial, with which was fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't know why his lawyer let him do this, but this is me talking like, you know, don't. Don't do that. Keep your mouth fucking shut. But whatever. I. And they had no gun. They had expositions. no expositions. But yeah. But this is me going. Don't do that. And what would have been better that night if Andy just would have stayed at home? Yes. Yeah. Just stay home, man. Wait. Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. <laughs> Take advantage of the downtime and choose almost any one item at 50% off. And when you do, you also get 10 free boredom busting gifts, including six spicy movies, a three piece bonus kit, and best of all, free shipping delivered discreetly to your door. Pants optional. Just remember the offer code MTTM for our sponsors. That's MTTM at checkout. Adam and Eve has thousands of products to make you glad you're staying at home. Sex toys make being at home so enjoyable. Hell, even shopping for ho- shopping at home is more enjoyable when you're shopping for sex toys. 
So go to adamandeve.com and use our offer code MTTM. Sex toys. <laughs> now back to talking about murder. <laughs> um, yeah, the police. They go hand in hand. Apparently, the police search the river, but didn't find the supposed gun. And I defy any of our fans to find a better place to put that ad in, in this, this particular movie. Movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andy dealt with the sisters. Adam and Eve's the best part. Uh, they know. To be honest, yeah. when his wife is murdered, yeah. she is boinking. The golf pro. I mean, yeah, okay. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I guess that's kind of a spot, I suppose. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Moida. And yeah. He is, uh, so he is convicted yeah. in oh. two consecutive life sentences, which. Okay, I've, yeah. I've always wondered how the two consecutive life sentences things are supposed to go, because I, I, I know how it goes. I understand it now, but I always used to think it's like. What do they just keep his skeleton in the cell? Just like, nope, you're staying in there for another fifty yeah. years. Because technically, a life sentence can technically be twenty five years. So twenty five years plus twenty five years. Yeah. So oh. like the life sentence is like you have to. It's also like you have to years, get through twenty five years. You're up for parole. And so. if you get that parole, then there's another life sentence that you still have to right. figure out the parole for that one because yeah. you haven't even touched that one exactly. yet. Exactly. Yeah. So. I figured they were waiting for a Twilight Zone devil wish gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Good point. It's like yeah, yeah, I understand how it works now, but I always thought just like. No, and your skeleton's going to stay in there until yeah. you think about what you did. So there's you can actually, be a prop in a dungeon. There's yeah. actually all sorts of legal jargon, too, yeah. that they could have added in here, but I'm not going to get into any of that. No, it's... <laughs> I was kind of surprised, because I'm used to hearing about criminals getting a slap on the wrist for heinous crimes. Yeah. Well... This is 1947. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Andy's rich. He should have. He should have just gotten off. That's how America works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily that he's rich, but... This is all like, this is a white collar crime. Yeah. This is a, a a terrible heinous crime with white collar people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it had a lot of press. Yeah. Um, and, and he, he essentially admitted yeah. that he was angry and he was drunk. Yeah. And that he had a gun, and he basically went on the stand and said, "I was angry. I was drunk." And. I don't really remember what I did after a certain point. Yeah, and, it also didn't help yeah. that he was kind of in shock over the whole thing. Because yeah. if you if you watch Tim Robbins, fantastic actor, yeah. does this great kind of just shell shocked thing. He does do that well. He's yeah, just he still just react. He's just, he doesn't really because you know he's in he's in mourning. He's yeah. in shock. He's in all of these things, and people react. People grieve differently. Yeah. So if it, with him just mentally kind of shutting down, that looks bad. Yeah. To certain people, like yeah. uh, you He's show no grieving. remorse. You yeah. show no remorse for this. Just like, no, he is. It's just not the way you think it yeah. should be. Yeah, I thought right. he was showing remorse in his face. Yeah. Or yeah. Sadness that this was happening. It's. But he, he, he is was very sad, but it's yeah. not conveyed correctly. He, he yeah. has like that thousand-yard yeah. stare. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's straight the, up in that's shock. That's the deep thing. Now, people also in the legal system didn't take in the psychology of a criminal or the psychology of somebody dealing with all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. nowadays, hell, I mean, you got law and order that right. you know will will basically shape a lot of this. Like, no, no, he's 
or he did these inflection things, or he does this little kick on the stand or something, right. or his inflection in his voice means this. You know, there wasn't that understanding as well. It's one of those things where he's sitting, if he's yeah. sitting in a chair and he's slouching his shoulders and he's looking down, yeah. it's not so much that he's not, it's not that he's, yeah. he doesn't care. He's processing, but he's just like, oh my God, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Not so much a, he yeah. doesn't care. He's like, yeah. oh my God, what the hell is happening? Yeah, now this almost happened, not the same scenario, but I had to uh, be deposed and I was in a somewhat of a trial situation where I had a student, and I could talk a little more freely about this, but not everything. I had a student who injured himself when I was teaching karate years ago, mm-hmm. and they ended up taking a lawsuit on me. Mm-hmm. Now, it, when the person, uh, the judge basically was interviewing me, and I'm just going through everything, and I'm like, yeah, that, and I couldn't remember everything, and I'm crying while under oath, and then they're like, okay, and then they brought the student on, and he just told the flat-out truth of my, you know, my mom told me I should say this story because <laughs> oh we needed God. money, Jesus. and the judge just went, uh, um, are you sure that's what you want to say? Okay, we're done. And you know, Court like, reporter. and you know, we're done. And the stenographer read it back, and he was like, "Okay, this is over." And you know, then it still took a while to get over that. And you're right; like, it took a long, long time because Andy as well took years to do it. But it also took several months because even as he's serving the two life sentences, Red mentions it took three months for him to say more than a few words. Right, Mm -hmm. because it's a lot to process. You know, and the scene where you have the first... The first night, mm-hmm. you know, where they have the fresh fish and come in. And they're, they're taking bets. Yeah. yeah, who's going to do a fat ass? Well, they don't fat tell you at first what yeah. they're betting on. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, God, are they, who's going to get shanked or raped yeah. I was thinking, my dad, that's awful, mm. but my first reaction was, oh, my God, are they talking about who's going to get raped first? Mm. Yeah. Because, and that's awful. But mm. that that was my first reaction was, oh, God, please tell me that this is not what I'm thinking. Considering what happens, it makes sense, though. Yeah. Right. But no, no, just who cries first. Who's gonna, yeah. yeah, who's going to lose it first? Who's yeah. going to break who's it? Who's going to break it? Yeah. Turns out to be the pudgy one in the middle. Yeah. Who's yeah. credited as fat ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. actually get a name because it doesn't matter. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he gets beat to death by the cops. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you Which know, he, so he gets sad. beat to death by the captain, but... It was also the actor was biracial, so what? yeah, what? The, yeah, the actor was biracial, and when that when that happens, it was based on the forty seven law that basically okay, well they do everything to fix to help everybody, but these people are criminals, these people are dog animals, and you know nowadays and. Year, I think, geez, I think it was in the 70s at least, they passed a law that said it was a federal law that you must take care of the prisoners. Like well, these people are people, basically. They're still people. I mean, yeah, they, then, they, have, but they have a few rights. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we've got a long way to go. Right. I won't get into that. But in. Um, For profit prisons yeah, are bullshit. Yeah, and in this sense of the word, you know, what happened was, you know, the doctor went home. 
And they're like, yeah, he stayed in the infirmary all night, but, you know, the captain banged him up pretty good, and... He succumbed to his head injury. Yeah. Because yeah, they just left him there for yeah. a while. And honestly, yeah. and even if he had gotten there quick... Mm. There was nobody there to take care of him. Mm. His brain was rattled. There wasn't much that could have been done. Yeah. And, I mean, I've had concussions, too, that I got to at a right time. Yeah. Where things work right, and... You know, Andy starts to befriend people, and you could see he's got a little bit of humanity. In his first day where he's sitting down, he's got the worm in his food. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we meet Brooks. We meet Brooks. Brooks. Uh, uh, Brooks. Uh, Brooks. Brooks. librarian. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember his last name, because I actually know a Brooks. Yeah, I and was thinking the think, same thing, too. You know, you know specifically who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. He does. Yeah. He does some impressive photography. Is he? Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard from him in a while. I don't think he's been on Facebook. Yeah, much. and Brooks was played by James Allen Whitmore Jr. A um, he won three of the four EGOT honors, won a Tony, a Grammy, and an Emmy, and he's done quite a bit of work. He's EGOT's, EGOT's ben, an interesting thing to do. That yeah. uh, stands for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Exactly but if you've watched right. 30 Rock, you already know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got my EGOT! Like, <laughs> uh, the, and he's done a lot, but Brooks himself... Um, he's been there since 1905. Yeah, he's been there since 1905. He's the prison librarian, but he's also taken care of... Um, He's taking care of a small bird named Jake. Yeah. Oh, Jake. And, you know... <laughs> you know, I was kind of hoping that Jake would pay off later on, but yeah, he kind of doesn't. Does that have anything... Is that expanded upon in the book? I don't know. That no, might but, be a reference to the Jake, Birdman of Alcatraz. Yeah. Oh. Jake is a blackbird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who... Um, is a, it, I thought it was a crow. No. Or a raven. No, it's a blackbird. Nevermore. Yeah, but it's a um, a blackbird. But it's a reference to um, it's a reference to the Beatles song "Blackbird." Oh. And I, I was just glad that when he yeah. when uh, Andy finds a maggot in his food and the mm. old guy wants it, I, mm. I was like, "Eat that!" Oh god. Uh, wasn't planning on it. I was like, "Please don't do yeah. that." Oh, yeah, it's there, really there right. Is the first time I saw this, I'm like, "Oh." Okay. Don't eat the maggot. Yeah, and then it went into a little, little bird. It. Yeah. He gives it to the bird in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, a tiny baby bird. Well, he got in you know, this wait, little... Wait, wait, shouldn't he have chewed it up and puked it up for the bird? No. <laughs> I mean, technically, but that would have been well, no, way grosser. Well, no, that bird was old yeah. enough that it wasn't maybe not old enough to fly, but it was old uh, enough to be able chew? to... Chew? Yeah, to yeah. eat it full, at least. Well, he mentions <laughs> as well that the, um, the bird, you know, fell out of his nest... Or was, you know, was not in his nest or so and needs need some he, help. He fell out of his nest and he, yeah. I'm going to you know, nurse him back to health till he can fly on his own. Yeah. And then he doesn't because he keeps Jake forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay, you know, also birds like that also stick around with, you know, mm-hmm. they probably, uh, I don't know if the term is stapling, but they probably just say, okay, I'll just hang here. Yeah. Like, I kind of like, they're I giving like me food. Yeah. Imprinting? Di- yeah. Imprinting, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, remember, yeah. I remember reading a story of, like, this family that kind of accidentally adopted an entire murder of crows. <laughs> because they were they were nice to, like, one of the birds yeah. or something. Or, like, they gave it, like, you know, they, they helped it. And when it was healed, it went back out and, like... I guess talked to other crows yeah. and more of them started to come to the house and they would bring them like presents yeah. and the people Aww. would put out like food for them and just like like legitimately they like recovered like stolen keys 
like they, the house got robbed and like the birds somehow found stuff that had been stolen. I don't know if that was huh. specifically that the birds Whoa. were trying to, Whoa. but it's something they found. Like, I'll see if I can find it. It's it may not even be true, but it's like a wholesome kind of all crows. Awesome. <laughs> But the, the mm. Jake does fly away when he lets him go. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and you know and that's the like, last time he ever sees him. I was really hoping Jake would like show up to him, <laughs> yeah. show yeah. up to Brooks when he was out yeah. on the outside. That would have been yeah, that and been nice. you know we'll get to that. But yeah. the Andy's befriending of Red also becomes comes at the point of you know he needs something and mm-hmm. Red Ellis Redding, um, you know, played by Morgan Freeman is a smuggler who's serving a life sentence and but he also explains that everybody's innocent i thought he murdered somebody oh no yes he does say that but mm-hmm. he's the only guilty man in shawshank he mm-hmm. murdered yep i murdered somebody mm-hmm. he's been in the prison since 1927 and i paused on his sheet and it was it was actually where he he was in there and he was in on actually. It's kind of funny. March nineteenth, nineteen twenty-seven. Huh. <laughs> so we're recording this on March twentieth. Yeah, we watched it on the nineteenth. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. It's spooky. Yeah, and um, Red, you know, can get things, and he knows how to get stuff in the prison. But he's useful in the prison. More to come on that. Uh, he knows guys who knows yeah. who knows a guy who knows yeah. a guy. Yeah, he's, There's a he's little the system, friend. Yeah, he's the friend you want to have. Mm. So he asks Red for a little thing. He asks him for a rock hammer. Why do you want a rock hammer? Well, it's for a little hobby of mine where I like to shape rocks. And this also comes into play a little later, too. Mm. He wants to make a chess set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but one particular scene where I, I noticed something in this movie this time around, and I've seen this, I, I can't even count really how many times, but the captain of the guards does something that I thought was really quite interesting. Mm. Uh, Red gets the rock hammer. Later on, he gets the picture of Rita Hayward. And, you know, he's just, he's assigned to go ahead and work the prison laundry. But he's still trying to, you know, get his bearings a thing, but he has to deal with the sisters mm. and their leader, Boggs. Mm-hmm. They are referred to as bull queers. Yeah. Which, um, I guess, is the closest thing to a politically correct term we're going to get for that kind of situation Mm. during, like, something around this time. Mm. And they are... The rapey guys. Yeah. Yeah. The rapist. They rape. I was trying to figure out the best way to say it. They're rapes. I want to know what the point of them was. They are not... uh, They are specifically said that they are not specifically homosexual. Yeah. They are... Uh, they're basically power trippers. They're tapped, they, they, uh, they are. They are opportunists. They are yeah. there specifically to uh, assert dominance. Yeah. They're. They're. It's mm-hmm. a gang. They're a gang, it's, it's and a they gang do it just to to yeah. basically torture people. Yeah. And they yeah. know that this is an easy way to torture people. Huh. And it's yeah. and it's doing it in a, it's a you know it's, uh, a, it's a way to take your um, your pride yeah. from you. Yeah, what happens when he inevitably gets an STD? 
That don't matter? No. So, <laughs> that care. wasn't even it's talked about. It's gonna be itchy. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't even, well, I mean, he does well, get his... if he gets his... syphilis, then they'll, they'll go crazy and... Yeah. Yeah, well, what do they care? They, they don't matter. Crazier. I mean, yeah. he's not. He's not exactly. Warts and shit. He's mentally warped. He's yeah, absolutely he's, mentally warped in you know in today's society anyway. Yeah, he would have been yeah. at at the bare minimum a sociopath, yeah. if not full on a yeah. goddamn psychopath, mm-hmm. possibly yeah. a sadist, because he enjoyed he enjoyed hurting people. Yeah, he was probably well, he said in, struggle that yeah. makes it better. Yeah, he he was probably in prison for being a serial rapist. Probably. Yeah, or or where I thought what happened, I think he was somebody who had PTSD. I bet he was a World War Two veteran. Quite possibly, or possibly yeah. World War One. Yeah, yeah, true. Like the yeah. trenches of World He's War One. He's been around or, for a while. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, World, World War Two was was. Horrible, but the yeah. trenches of World War One—that was worse. A, that was a yeah. goddamn nightmare. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All yeah, quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, yeah. And the gas. Yeah, the yeah. True, true. Did that, you know there were Mickey Mouse gas masks? Yeah. Huh. That doesn't surprise me. For our kids. Yeah. <laughs> Are you my mommy? Yeah. Nineteen forty-nine. Andy's over. He overhears the captain of the guards, Brian Hadley. Uh, Captain Hadley complaining that being uh, getting taxed on his inheritance and offers to help shelter the money legally. Nearly gets thrown off the roof, yeah. roof for his trouble. That, yeah. But that's a really interesting thing. Is you know when you have this point where you have nothing and you have those little things in your life, like they have this opportunity to work outside in the middle of June in Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. Like. I can't think of a more beautiful place to be in midsummer. Exactly. It's north enough that you're not It's going to be sweaty. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be hot, but you're not going to be it's, like dying yeah. of the heat. And Portland is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like is absolutely gorgeous in general and parts of Maine, I'm like, Hell yeah. Yeah, that that kind of works. But he procures to go ahead and have beers. He's like, I'll help you with this, but I want to have beers while they're tarring the roof. Right. Like, have I some beers for my boys. My I'll get yeah. you done. But then it's just, Red makes a really good point. It's like, maybe he did it to try to get in with us cons, or maybe he did it just to feel normal again. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful scene where, you know, Tim Robbins is sitting in the shade just smiling. Like, nah, you want a, you want a beer, Andy? Nah, mm-hmm. I gave up drinking. I'm good. He's like, just, just sitting there, just yeah. smiling very, very happily. Yeah. Just like... Just chill. Mm-hmm. But he gains the respect of all the cons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of all of them. Like, okay, you got you got us. Cool. Yep. Like, good. And he even gets a kind of a yeah. a minor grudging respect from Captain Hadley. Yeah. Is that when the... the is that the reason why the, uh, Hadley decides to beat the shit out of uh, Boggs? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. He, and yeah, yeah. yeah, he does that. And I think the Family Guy parody of this is oh. hysterical. Like the uh, there's an episode which Three Kings yeah called Three Kings that where basically every one of these Joe just loses his legs <laughs> and every one of them is like well he never learned to walk he never walked again ever like and that's just it was just like like my legs and then that just perfect but he beats you know beats up bugs cripples them and now Andy and he gets carted away to suck on a straw forever yeah mm-hmm. you know. Roma has it that he just ate through a straw for the rest of his life. 
And he probably didn't live much longer than that. No, he probably didn't. No. No, no I just like, okay, he's a con man who's been in prison for a while, transferred to another prison. They're like, okay, let's just kind of... We're not going to keep him comfortable. No. Mm-hmm. We're not going to keep him comfortable. Okay, make he went sure to minimum that, security, too. Mm. A hospital. Mm. Yeah. It's not but like he, he could go anywhere. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know, and Andy's never attacked again, you know, but then you have, okay, Warden Samuel Norton. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Like, he doesn't start out evil. Yeah, we talked about this last night. Yeah. He doesn't start off evil. Not at first, anyway. He doesn't come across evil. Um, He starts off kind of like your God-fearing Christian. You know, little... A little... Um, he's not great, but he's not full-on fucking evil. He's, he's yeah. one of those guys where, you know, he quotes Bible verses at you. Yeah. You know, the, you know, God first, you know... Watches the yeah. police beat up people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, you know, these are cons, so they're kind of just below us. They need to, you know, yeah. they need to repent. Yeah. That kind of douchebag. And in this, yeah. but in this, not, this not, time frame, cons are basically subhuman at this point. And if it doesn't happen right in front of him, it's plausible deniability. You know, he's that kind of douchebag. But he doesn't seem pure evil. Not yet, anyway. Well, there's a lot to this. It's why I think one of the best characters you never see is his wife. Mm. Who tries to put up with all this stuff and Mm -hmm. just tries to do little things. And he... The, one of my favorite scenes is right at the very end that I laugh every time and I forget every time I watch this. <laughs> and it, he, you know, he has the little things and there's, you know, a judgment sign on his wall that supposedly his wife made. But I think he is evil because I think he took this because he's playing God. Oh, he is absolutely evil. He's oh, playing he, God. He, oh, he oh, becomes... Yeah. Horrible oh, I'm not, later. I'm but not at, saying he he yeah. isn't evil. I'm saying yeah. he doesn't come across oh, as yeah. evil. Yeah. At first. But I think that's the best type of villain. Who you're like, okay, he's kind of doing his thing. Right. He's just living his life, and but he takes Andy sort of under his wing because he has potential. Right. Well, man of your education, why don't we put you out of the laundry? Let's put you in the mm-hmm. library. Right. And he works in the library with the elderly inmate, Brooks Hatlin, and it's... Well, at first it's like, oh, we finally, I have somebody down here with me. Here's what I got. Let me have some company. And then, you know, someone shows up and he's like, I want to, you know, I want to set up a... I want to set up a fund for my kids. A fund for my kids. Yeah. And he's like, oh... Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. So he's like, can I have a piece of paper and a pencil? And then suddenly there's a stream of Many guards, guards yeah. wanting yeah. to do this, wanting to do that, and then suddenly yeah. doing taxes yeah. for yeah. everyone. And then after the intramural league, a couple of years later, he's doing the taxes of the guards from other prisons. Yeah. And of course, he's doing the warden's taxes. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course. And it's a, it's a big front in general, but you don't really quite see that yet. No. But, but he brags about it to Red that he's yeah. helping pull scams. Yeah. Well, it's not Which even is, just... Yeah, that, yeah. that happens yeah. in a little bit, though. Yeah. It starts with, with kind of the, all right, I'm, do, I'm scratching the back of the warden, so the warden's kind of scratching my back. Yeah. And he asks the warden, well, if since I'm doing this, I, I want to get some more books. I want to yeah. see if I can get some funding for, you know, yeah. for... 
of the library. Can I see if I can just get some some books or at least yeah. you know just update some stuff? We got nothing yeah. down here. And the warden tells them they're not going to listen to you, but if you want to send you letters, mm. send and I'll, leave, and I'll yeah. even send them out for yeah. you. And yeah. Here's where I'm. And he humors it, yeah. I'm sitting back and I'm going, this warden's not going to send Jack shit out for Yeah, him. right. Like, I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. And Dan's like, well, he might. And I'm like, no. But this dude's just playing him. Yeah. But and it turns out. I was he like, does. I was actually surprised. I was yeah. like, whoa, he actually is sending out these letters. Yeah. Like, I was like, there's no way this warden's going to do this. He's just playing him. Yeah. So I was actually very surprised when he actually did send these letters. Mm-hmm. And now, it works. Yeah. In it the, takes six years. In yes. the book, he doesn't send out every one of them. At first, he throws them in a fire. Oh, that makes sense. And you know, then he goes, "Well, okay, there's he's going to ask questions because in the book, and I didn't read all of it, but the audience is kind, of, the reader rather, is kind of let in on this and is let in on the fact that the warden is pulling scams right away. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't think it's that good because it's we don't know all of what's happening yet. Okay. Until later when we finally reveal the whole plan. Like it's slowly released. Like we're listening to this as Andy's learning more about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it's way better. Uh, it's way better that way but in mm-hmm. the you know obviously yeah you see that and I thought the same thing. I'm like yeah, there's no way he's going, oh, oh, he is, he is doing though. it. And it took a while, but he's requesting funds. But also the warden says something in the book. He said, well, the budget, he talks about the budget being stretched already. Yeah. Is so they, they want more taxpayers. What they're going to need is more guards, more this, right. more that, more right. guards, more bards, bigger walls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then he has a conversation with the captain. Like, are you really going to send this out, sir? So, Captain Hadley, let me tell you, I think the reading is, Captain Hadley, let me tell you something. If it means more money's going to come in and more people are going to pay for it and help them, so be it. I ain't paying shit. You know, he's like, okay, let's do it. And then he eventually does it to keep him quiet. Okay. You know, because he's giving money off the side. Right. And you see, like, some things where, and this is... One of the things I have a massive problem with, and I am going to restrain myself a lot. Um, but basically, he has slave labor on his hands. Oh yeah, yeah. And well, no, not basically. He does. He does. He does. He absolutely yeah. does. Um, when he starts doing this out, basically outside program, where yeah. he kind of just lends out the yeah. Uh, yeah. the inmates to do yeah. labor for yeah. for things um like outside work and whatever yeah. else i mean prisons um, still do that today right yeah. yes they do not yeah. i mean not quite to the slave they, labor angle they of it have is. to pay they have to pay the inmates yes um, but they, but pay, they them pay dirt nothing mm-hmm. yeah. they pay literally yeah. nothing they, I know. Pay, they pay 15 cents an hour on average yes uh, yeah, yeah I, I yeah. know but um yeah, when, when he did this, when he started this, and when he saw the kickback, when when we see the pie, yeah. and the kickback, and when he hands the pie to Andy, and Andy starts to count the money, yeah. and starts to do the deposits, and he starts calculating the money for him there, and he, we see him putting the money and the deposits into a book, and into like a ledger, and he puts it into the wall. Yeah. That's when I had my light bulb moment. Yeah. Because I even said it to Dan. I went, 
okay, I see what he's doing. And I said, so Andy's playing the long con. Yeah. And I just, I said it right then and there, right then. I'm like, I see what Andy's going to do. I know what Andy's playing here. I now see the long con. And Dan's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I'm like, yep, I got it. I understand now. <laughs> because I don't pick up on stuff in movies very often. There was one movie we watched. I don't remember if it was for the podcast it or was, something It was else. for, uh, it was um, the Sean Connery. When you picked up The Wizard of Oz before I did. Yes. Zardoz. For Zardoz. Yeah. yeah. I figured out something before she did, and I fucking reveled in that. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, this will never happen again. Oh, my God, I figured something yeah. out. Yeah. Now, you know, there's a lot here, and probably one of the most heart-wrenching scenes of all of this, and the, the, the 17 minutes of Brooks. Oh, Brooks has been in the prison since 1905, mm-hmm. and assumably he has. I'm assuming he's at least in his 70s at this point. It's been he's been in the prison for 50 years. Yeah, he's at least there, but establishing that fact, he's been there for a very, very long time, possibly for murder or. I thought they said he was a con man. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah. He, calls, he calls yeah. himself a crook, but we yeah. never really yeah. find really out know. what he did. We just know that he's been there but for a long time. everybody's innocent in Shawshank. Yep. Remember? Remember, Red's the only guilty man yeah. in all of Shawshank. Yeah, the lawyer fucked me. Yeah, lawyer we're fucked all, me. We're all innocent here. Don't you know that? <laughs> and Brooks has been there for a while. He, um, there's a scene where with Hayward, where, played by William Sattler, um, where he's about to slice this guy's throat because it's the only way that he would stay. And it's the point where he's about to bleed. He's full-on institutionalized. Brooks is terrified about getting out because the prison is his his world. It's his life. It's all he knows. And if you spend 50 years, it's why I assume he's in his 70s. Yeah. Gotta be. Because he's been in his 20s and, you know, so 70 to 79. Yeah. Roughly. You know, roughly, and now he's coming out, and he says one line. He says, I saw a car in my, when I was a child, and you wouldn't believe they're everywhere now. And now they're everywhere. Everything's so fast. Oh, Everything's fast. fast. Everybody got themselves in a big damn hurry. Yeah, that that get me, and I remember when we came back, Kaz and I came back from our honeymoon in Italy, and, you know, we've been away roughly about three weeks, so mm-hmm. we had to go get food, so... I went to the grocery store, and you would not believe how fast this country is and how everybody's a go-getter until you've spent three weeks somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where I, we went to McDonald's in Venice. Oh, they were so fucking slow. Yeah, oh, they, they don't understand. <laughs> like slow food. Yeah, they don't understand the kind, oh, no, we'll get your burgers, we're okay, and like. That's what we find this for you. By the way, that's how they sounded. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they just did They did this. And like, okay, we walked back like an hour later, and it was like the best goddamn cheeseburgers I've ever had. Uh, like, but it, Artisanal but McDonald's. Yeah, but it was like, you know, they started baking the buns when we ordered them. Jesus. Like, it, are you just pulling shit out of your ass? I think, no, I think she said they started baking the buns. Oh, God. You know, I was talking. We were just trying to get back before it started raining. Yeah. So we but, were kind of in a hurry. So we got all that, and the next day, the day after we landed, I had to go to St- 
stop and shop, and it was like I landed in the middle of a speedway <laughs> with the car. Like, holy fuck, where, where, where are we going? Oh my god! Like, and I and what came into my mind was this scene with Brooks, yeah. and you know where he's bagging the groceries and the, the store manager. Remember, you got a double bag. Yeah. Okay, okay. And he's trying to get in. He's just a con man with arthritis. Mm-hmm. All I and, could think of was drawn together yeah. uh, Lemonade's Walk episode where Walderg <laughs> got caught shoplifting <laughs> and spent a, 15 minutes in the uh, security lounge slash lost and found lounge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he was basically quoting this. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was, no, it was straight up word Even for word. Even the grocery bag. Yeah, word for word almost My hands like... most of the time. Yeah, it's almost like they animated over it. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's weird. It's really, really, really weird. I'll dig out the DVDs and find it. No, that's okay. Yeah, and... You know, Brooks is really trying to adjust, and you know, the narration is a letter that he sent to the prison to the boys, and you know, how he goes and feeds the birds after work, but you know, hoping that Jake Jake will come around. But he doesn't see him. Yeah. Because Jake's off doing his own thing. Yeah, and you know, we know later that he's not very far away from Shawshank. You know, he's still in Maine, he's not far because Red goes there later. The halfway house? Yeah. Yeah, in the same room. And but there's a point here that I wanna make before I go a little further, but you notice how red um I'm sorry, Brooks, when he's on the bus, he's clenched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's clenched to the the bar in front of him and he's just he's looking straight forward. He's got this very nervous look, and I mean, James Wimmer did fantastic here, mm-hmm. you know, where he's just looking and he's very clearly nervous. And he's almost shaking on the way out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he had never, he's got the suit done up nice and he's, you know, shaking hands. No, he doesn't shake hands with the guards, I don't think, but, you know, and making his way out and he's like, he's, he's very nervous, but a little twinge of hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little, little tiny twinge of hope, but nothing gets done and he's like maybe I can go and I can go back to where things are normal and he decides not to stay yeah he can't he can't do it and in the room he hangs himself but riding over the ledge Brooks Brooks was was here and he hangs himself and it's and I cried for 20 minutes. I, it's I, a, I have not seen Joss get hit so hard by a movie like yeah. that in a long time. I cried for 20 minutes. I'm about to cry right now, but yeah. I cried for 20 minutes. It's an emotional bit, but they it take really their time with it. Yes. And they show where it is, and his his emotions are very slow, and they, they don't speed up it, and no. it's, it's slow music, it's the same music from the moment he leaves the prison until yep. he dies. Yep. So when he says, I don't it's, think I'm going to stay, it, like it hit, and I heard Joss like, oh no. Yeah. No. He's 17 minutes yep. of this, and it takes a slow time. Mm-hmm. to do this and just shows you that state of mind he's in of he's tr- he's in a world that's running so fast but yeah we're slow right and we're really slow and we're it's back in the prison and Andy and Red are reading the note and he's like he should have died in here yep and that you know that's actually where I needed a moment I, yep. I, every time I see that I need a moment 
It, the, and the movie continued yeah. on, and I was still crying. Mm. Like they kept going, and I was just, I was crying. I stopped crying, yeah. and then a few minutes later, the movie continued, and I kept crying. Yeah, it was just bad. I yeah. think at one point, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna take the dog outside. Let's pause real quick. Yeah. And then you know, we we came back on, and then we uh, we continued, and I continued to cry. It was just yeah. bad. Oh yeah, it's. It's really odd, and I mean, even in the library where they name it the Brooks Hadland Memorial Library. Oh, that got me. Yeah, and that you're like, oh, damn. Like, and how the whole you, thing got me. Then when later on, when Red gets out, I cried again. Like it was just, it was bad. The yeah. whole thing got me really bad. Yeah, it, it really gets bizarre, and you know, and this is where the emotions start ramping up, and the emotions start getting. Bizarre, yes. you know. Andy starts getting more withdrawn and more—I don't want to say animated, but it almost gets robotic-like. Isn't that because of the there's a threat from the? There's yeah. a few different things that, that yeah. happen in this particular yeah. section, though. Um, the the he gets in this particular section. Andy has a few different reactions to things. Yeah. This point. Uh, um, Andy is working well with the warden <clears throat> and the guards yeah. that he's gotten a few different privileges. One yeah. of them is that Red works with him during tax season. Yeah, he gets an um, assistant. So he gets an assistant during that time. He also kind of has the run of the library to the point where the guards kind of leave him alone. Yeah. And he's got kind of a good re uh, repertoire with the guards. At one point, um, they leave him alone with... Uh, with a uh, yeah, but, a record player. Yeah, and let me put one mm -hmm. point in though that the the after six they years they never really ever put a um, they never put it totally over him because there's one point where the bunk inspection they inspect his cell or this is earlier before yep. that and you know he has his chess pieces that he's making. Captain Hadley goes in, looks at the pieces, and he takes the king. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. And that I part I that. never noticed. Like, I never noticed that specifically it was the king that he looked at because he grabs the rook, yeah. grabs a knight, looks at the king, takes the king. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I noticed he took took one of them, but yeah. I didn't know which one he took. Yeah, but he took it. I saw it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's powerful. That's new. That's mm -hmm. new. But, as mentioned, though, he yeah. does have run of the library, and after six years of writing... He gets a shit ton of books. He gets like three or four crates worth of books. Yeah. He gets and a two hundred dollar check. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Records and he builds this fucking library. But he's yeah. still not satisfied, so he's like, I'm gonna write them twice a week yeah. now. It's like well, because twice a day. Twice a day. Uh, he yeah. doesn't fully do yeah. the, the library yet, but no. he, it starts with yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually he does he does a lot more writing and yeah. eventually gets through and they start a whole program and that's when they can rebuild uh, that whole yeah. place. Break the walls down. Well, all the, and, well but the, uh, what I mean by the music part, though, is he's left alone once. Yeah. He's... Uh, when they play The Marriage of Figaro. Yes. Yeah. There's a scene where um, yeah. one of the guards leaves and another guard has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Step into so, the uh, uh, yes, charming. So he uh, <laughs> he's le kind of left alone to with his own devices. So he sees that there's the uh, the the record player, and he, there's a a piece of classical music that he wants to listen to. So he starts to listen to it, and he locks the door, 
at the office door. He locks yeah. the office door and he and locks, he locks the, the guard in, in the bathroom. In the bathroom, and he starts to play this record. And the wow. guard is like, Andy, Andy, what you doing? And the guard Andy. is actually not panicking at first. He was just like, dude, what are you doing? Come on. Gotta let me out. And I think if he had Andy, let the guard out Andy right then and there, he, the guard would have been like, dude, what are you doing? Like, he would have been fine. Yeah. But then Andy kind of felt a little rebellious here. So he Ugh. just started to put the music louder. And that's when people started to take notice. And then he gets the idea to put it over the loudspeaker system so that everybody could hear it. And everybody just kind of stops and listens to it for a minute. And Red kind of does the voiceover of... He I have no idea what those Italian ladies, ladies were saying. But he likes to think that they were saying something good. They were saying something so beautiful that you couldn't put it into words. Yep. And that, yeah, that to me is... Okay, and the Family Guy parody of this, they do, like, Cleveland does the uh, the red uh, character, and he does this... That's kind of perfect. Yeah, and, uh, he does this, but they play the uh, Gwen Stefani holla Batgirl. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, and he reads it, it's like, still to this day, I have no idea what a holla Batgirl was. All I know is I wanted her dead. <laughs> <laughs> That was a uh, that was a Brian line from one of the earlier episodes, earlier yeah, seasons. Right. Like I read this whole biography on I watched this biography on on Gwen Stefani and I don't know what a hollow back girl is. All I know is I want her dead. Yeah. <laughs> it just I think I think that's a lot. But the way he says it, I just laughed hysterically. Um, the <laughs> there's. <laughs> uh, but you you play that and it's but he gets solitary confinement. Well, yeah, they they, they have to actually break through the window yeah. to get him, and they put him in solitary for I think was it like a week? Mm-hmm. I thought it was two weeks, two weeks or something mm-hmm. like that. When he joins them back, in, right. he's yeah. got like a. he's he's got like he hasn't showered or bathed in two weeks he's got like stubble his hair's a mess but he comes and he joins them and they're like so was it worth it and he's like yeah Yeah. (laughs) two weeks ever yeah but he but this is a pivotal moment in the the whole movie yes where he explains that it's you know what got him through was hope Yep. Red dismisses it. He's like, "No, you, this is no dangerous thing. Yeah, this is a dangerous yeah. thing in, the, in these walls. You understand? You got to lose mm-hmm. that." It's like, "No, this is something. I had my music. It's in here. It's in my heart, yep. pointing to his chest. This, it was within you all along." Yeah, it's you know they can't take that away from you. They can't do any of that. They can't change any of this. And that you know really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Now. Let me dive a little bit into this myself, but like I had a very difficult time going through junior high and through high school until I met Kazir, until we started dating. And I first saw this and it was, you know, late. Um, it was, yeah, probably, I think, came out in 94. So, yeah, it was... 12 years old, so 96, 97, somewhere around there, and watched this, loved this movie, and I I remember taking notes from Andy on this one thing. They can't take away my hope. They can't take away something that stays inside of me. And I became very, very, very quiet. I also, other things, became angry. 
But I thought about if I go through, I do my time, I do well, I will eventually get out and claw my way out of here. You know, whether that meant leaving the town I grew up in or whatever it is, but I'll make my own life. And that thing that hits, and it still hits me to this day that I'm like, yeah, all that bullying, all those lumps, because I got beat up in the hallways and teachers just turned a blind eye. Yep. And there's a reason why I was very happy one teacher died of colon cancer because she was a pain in the ass. <laughs> and Terribly well, appropriate. Yeah. It made it very happy. And I saw that and I'm like, okay, you people are supposed to protect me, but you never did that. And because family who's listening, care. I'm sorry if I never talked to you about that, but it's something I kept inside. Yep. And I think anyone who saw that, if you have a job or if you have... A difficult life or a difficult time. This is kind of good to take notes on this to a degree, but there is some things that are different. Now, on this movie here, like, it starts, we're in 1963 now. Now, the prison begins exploiting the public works and the for profiting, and he receives bribes, you know, from a man who, like, Oh, my wife baked you this pie, which also has thousands of dollars on the side. Mm -hmm. you know, and he gives half to Andy. Oh, no, you want half of this? This lady can't bake for shit. Yeah. You know, and just, you know, but Andy launders the money to Randy, using Randall Stevens. I love this fucking scene. Yes. I would have laughed if uh, uh, Randall Stevens actually had like an F last name yeah. because that would have been a straight up uh, Stephen King thing to do. Yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Randall F. Stevens, you mean? Or? No, if, if it was like Randall Flag. Because, <laughs> mm. you know, mm. very much the stand. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Char that character is RF no matter where they are. Yeah. It's always a different yeah. Kind of R. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Is it always yeah. Randall? Yeah. No, it's always R. But yeah. so the initials be, are always RF for that yeah. particular. So it could character. be Ralph. It could yeah. be Ryan. It could be why? Yeah. Because it's that's just, it's part of the. It's just the walking dude. It's it's yeah. what he does. Yeah. yeah. He just wants to sneak it in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, <laughs> Andy explains to Red that he's been taking care of it, and they know he's been taking care of the finances. He's been funneling money out, where dirty money out funnels back in clean, but he's been leaving money in an account under mm -hmm. Randall Stevens, a man who does not exist but has a birth certificate, a has a license. driver's license, and a social security number. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's been taken care of, but he does not exist, and he said, funny, I had to come to prison to become a criminal. Yep. Yeah. Because he never would have done this before. Yeah. And it, but it's a little window of a little tiny window of the fact of, and I'm still thinking in my head. I remember when I first saw this movie. Did he do it? Right. Did he do? Did he do it still? Because there's that moment you're still not yeah, really sure. Yeah. Did he? And it's around this time, I believe, that we Me? are introduced to young Elvis Tommy Williams. Yeah. <laughs> introduced to Tommy. Yeah. Tommy is incarcerated for burglary in 1965. And he's and a terrible he, burglar because yeah. he keeps getting caught. Yeah, and you know, dude, that's a funny scene. And all scene. the prisons in the area. Yeah, you Since name it, 13. I probably spend time in it. And 
I, I like mean, the whole. Maybe you should try something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you should try a different career because you, yeah. you're not a good thief. Because you yeah. suck at this. Yeah. And he's like, what? And like, yeah. I, I told you to put that to drop the TV. Yeah. Well, sir, if I do that, then you have me on destruction of property. That's too. a great line. That's <laughs> a good great at comedy. Line. Yeah. That's a great line, but Tommy is, gets befriended by Red and by uh, by Andy, and he helps him get his uh, GED exam. Yeah, because you know he's a wise ass, so they all, so they immediately take a liking to him. Yeah, there is. He's also got a a, a wife and a daughter on, on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's maybe it wised him up a little bit, and you know, maybe so he just needed to do something future. himself. Yeah, maybe he tried his, but he wasn't so good at reading. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. Andy taught him. Yeah. He's doing his letters and, you know, nouns and stuff. And he's Comes learning. across as the, you know, you need a project in here. Yeah. And, that, and he became Andy's project. Yeah. And that really hits. So he built a library and they zoom over, build a look at his chess pieces. He, he played with rocks and now, yeah. and and now he he's got a project. he favored himself to be a geologist. Yeah. One mountain moved and another, you know, a little bit of time it moved. A year later, Tommy reveals as they're talking to uh, Andy, you know, about how, uh, and you know, meanwhile, Andy, I think this time he's still in, uh, he's in solitary mm-hmm. at this point, and, uh, and because Andy, you know, well, it's not just yet, but, and, you know, he reveals to Red and Andy that he had another cellmate who basically confessed about the murders. Well, yeah, because yep. they, they start mentioning about yeah. what yeah. Andy was in for. Yeah. He, tell, he finds no, out the go. story, and he's he like, says, wait a minute. Murder, would you yeah. believe it? Like, no. And he yeah. finds out it's a golf pro, and he was a banker, and yeah. and Tommy's like, whoa. Oh, wait a minute. Shit. Yeah. Let me I gotta tell you talk about this. Yeah, it's, the screenplay is so well worded. Mm-hmm. And it's so well put together because, and you know, the the lines that are dropped, the fact that Tommy knows all this because he's been to so many prisons. You name it, I've probably been there. So his story lends credibility when they talk about it. Right, and the mm-hmm. fact is, when Red actually hears it and goes, "Wait a minute." You really are innocent. Like he's, yeah. he's playing off. Like, come on, man, we're all innocent. Yeah, right. And yeah. then he looks at. He actually looks. Yeah. At Duchesne, and yeah. he's like, "Yeah, hold up, back up, wait a minute. Yeah, you are actually innocent. Yeah, you really didn't do it. Yeah, and then he's out. like, oh, fuck, man. This is some bullshit. Yeah. Like, th- okay, yeah, this sucks. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like." But everybody else feels the same way too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how how they do that and. Andy approaches the warden with the information, but and the warden's like, "Oh, no!" The warden's like, "I'm surprised oh. he got in. He got to you." It's like a chance. Oh, to, yeah. yeah, and it's basically a chance for my money maker to yeah. leave. Oh yeah. no, you know oh, too this much. This isn't happening. Yeah. Oh, no, this no, is no. not happening. Yeah. Mm. And he no. says he won't tell, but that just makes that, sense. And that was yeah. like, dude, why don't say that? Yeah. See, this is me going. I won't Andy, say anything you when you leave. Need to be quiet. Yeah. You don't say anything when you leave. Why? How can you be so obtuse? I'm thinking in my head, like, Andy, 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 sweetie, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I think the warden didn't know what that word meant. He didn't. No. Oh, he had actually no idea. It's an insult somewhat. Wait wait a minute. Or am I being obtuse? He thought he was being called stupid. Yeah. That's actually kind of what he was being called. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. How can you be obtuse? What's happening? But... 
You know, I you know all the laundry. I won't talk about it. Nope, one month in the hole. And it's like, See, dude, don't keep it, yeah. honey, sweetie, baby. Don't I know somebody say who's anything. very obtuse, and I would. And mm. the last thing I would call him is stupid. No, he's not obtuse. He's just yeah, he's not stupid. He's, he's just weird. Yeah. No, my, my one no, no, of my no. friends. Uh, the guy I'm talking about that I know, I would call him obtuse, but I would not call him stupid because he very much is not. Yeah. He's just he's just odd. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But you know, Andy uh, Andy spends time in solitary and spends a month in solitary, which is more than any anyone else has gotten. Then he gets thrown in there for another month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then what also happens is the scene that always makes me goddamn angry. You know, Tommy, you know, trying oh, to, God. you know, Tommy's Tommy being to help. called out outside, you know, out in the area with the warden. In the dark. In it's the like, dark. Oh, boy, you've got to know something's up with this. He's too yeah. trusting. Yeah. No, Way it's not trusting. that he's too trusting, but here's the thing. Well, with what Prince. else is he going to do? He's yeah. got guns pointed yeah. at him. Yeah, right. he doesn't know that, though. But here's the thing, with people who get out of prison, two things that they have problems with, and it's mentioned later, is going to the bathroom without permission, mm-hmm. and also going through doors freely. Yeah. Because every prison who does that, and it's pretty much, you know, U.S. Penal Code, is that doors are not, doors are open for you. Yeah. And they follow this in the movie, that the every, no, nobody freely goes through a door. And even where he said, okay, meet the warden out here, he goes through. He's been in jail since off and on since he was 13. Right. So. If the door is open for him, then he's supposed he to go through. He has to go through. Like, Wait, there's no, yeah. How's he so, you know, following rules in prison when he can't follow rules outside? Because he, he there's a structure in prison. Okay. And you when they talk get, about and how. You get the living hell beaten out yeah, of you if you don't follow that yeah, particular there's. Structure. And, and in prison things, and the, um, you know, Red mentions this in one episode. He would episode. actually probably be really yeah. good in the army. Yeah, if they had right. Given him, if they had given him the option of, yeah. okay, you either can go to jail or you can join the army, and yeah. they threw him in the He'd army, be he would have been a great yeah. soldier. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also in prison, one thing that Red mentions to everybody is that, you know, the walls, you fear them. Then you learn, then, you know, after a while, you depend, you depend on them, and then they become a part of you. And you know these walls. This walls harden you, and he and you just. And kind of depend on them. Yeah. Yeah. You know you learn you you they you feel safe, and then you become institutionalized. Tom, you know. An institutional man. Yeah, Tommy is inst- is is an institutional man. Mm-hmm. You know where he goes to. There, okay, you know, and he just tells you know tells what he has to do, but he's also thinking about his kid. Yep. And he's thinking about his, you know, the young his wife. wife. Yep. So he's like, okay, I've got to go he ahead and comply. He got his GED. Hmm. Yep. He got a. He got super frustrated. He thought he failed the whole thing. Yeah. Threw it out. Yeah. Threw it out, and Andy ended up sending it in yeah. anyway, and yeah. he passed. He got a C plus average. Yeah. Which, you know, that ain't bad. Yeah. It's yeah. a passing. It's passed. Yeah. So there you go. But Andy approaches Norton with the information that everything he said is true. And I'm sorry. So uh, Tommy, um, Tommy, can, you know, confides in the war, and that yes, everything is true. He's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And under the guise of escaped attempt, Tommy's murdered. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the the warden yeah. does not want to give up his yeah. his little meal ticket. Mm. Who else is going to do all no. this work for him? Exactly. There have been, uh, you know, this warden. 
takes over in the 40s and it's been 20 something years mm -hmm. so but there have always been you know and Shawshank Road prison was at least built in 1900 mm -hmm. so it to looks speak like a yeah. Up castle yeah it's at least built or at least in the late 1800s mm -hmm. you know so at that time there had been six wardens including Norton, since 1905 when Brooks came yeah, along. Brooks is so, what he said. Yeah. yeah, there had been six words. So he is the sixth in 35 years in the, you know, in 1940. So he's running this, and he knows there's not much money in this. You know, he knows in the ah. end, he's like, okay, you know, if they throw me out of here, I need to have something to fall back on. Right. I need a so, nest egg. Yeah, so he does this, and... Andy, you know, attempts to discontinue the lottery, but he relents after Norton threatens to destroy the library and, you know, and then remove the protection. And, right. you know, one of the weird lines, I'll put you up and... Uh, I'll put you down with the sodomites. Yeah, I'll put you in Genpo, you know, in Genpop, and, you know, you'll feel like you got fucked by a train. Yeah. And just... Ooh. Like, and then so, that, what were the uh, sisters doing up there with the regular people then? That, yeah, that. So basically, because he got all the protections, the head sister was gone. You know, oh, Boggs was gone. Is like, okay, you don't think there's still people running around who are doing the same stuff? Yeah, like, okay, you got, yeah, you got the protection, yeah. And you know, Andy's released from solitary after two months. Two full months of solitary. Yeah, and, and he, he's, and at this point, he is broken. Yeah. And you see Andy, he he talks about having a dream of living in a Mexican coastal town called Zioana. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that. No, I, what? I cannot pronounce yeah. that. Best I can pronounce it myself. Z-I-H-U-A-T-A-N-E-J-O. And... It's Yeah. The And... You know, so Andy tells a, um, he Want, says there... Wants to live on a beach yeah. and have a hotel. Yeah, where he could take his guest on a boat. And he can have a dumpy little boat that he'll, yeah. fix, that up. he'll fix up like new. And, and take his guest out. Mm -hmm. And come play around. But, Red, there's a, a hayfield in Buxton, Maine. And if you're ever released, if you ever get out of here, there's a package that's under a rock. That a black no, rock that has no earthly business being here. Mm -hmm. I love that line. Yeah. Like, no earthly business being there. Mm. And at the point when he's Shady saying this, yeah. yeah. at this rock. point when he's saying this, that yeah. rock isn't there. No. At all. No. That's the fun yeah. part. Yeah, there's yeah. no earthly business. Yeah, right. There's no earthly business. And, you know, I, it's, I want, there'll be some stuff under there. I want you to have, mm -hmm. and I gotta, I gotta add the Family Guy parody of this, which I think is the most perfect parody. Um, they could have gone a little further, but the um, the a Andy is played by the Peter Griffin type character. Okay. And he tells this. He says, "The Rock has no earthly business being here." And he goes, "Of course, we've been in here for twenty five years, so the whole thing could be a warm up by now." <laughs> I was yeah. just glad that they clarified no <laughs> earthly business being here in Maine and that it was volcanic. Yeah. Black volcanic uh, mm -hmm. yeah. glass. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It's basically a chunk of obsidian. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking if he, if he just left it at no earthly business, like in the parody, it'd be like, what? How did. 
How would you... Okay, what does that even mean? Yeah. It has no earthly business being here. And he says, well, if that's the case, pick up your clothes off a pair of cheap pants and have yourself a good life. <laughs> and, you know, Red starts to worry about Andy because Andy's not acting quite right. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. with him. He's talking weird. He's not talking the way he usually is. He got and a piece of rope from somebody. Yeah, he got six feet of rope from Hayward and, you know, from the wood shop. And what happened? Oh, I gave it to him. You idiot! And I remember the first time I saw this, but backing up slightly where Andy's really disheveled and the warden is, you know, making him do his usual stuff. Having him clean, you know, clean his shoes, do the books for the day. And he's just like, and, yes, sir. Yeah, and yes, he's yes, just sir. gone. Like, yep. he's he's not no, there. No. He's, you know, and again, Tim Robbins should have fucking won an award. Like, at this, he, he's playing it perfect. He's totally void. And, you know, or he's like, oh, shine my shoes. I want them to look like mirrors. And okay, fine, okay. And then he's sitting there, and there's a slow fade out. And mm -hmm. he's holding the rope in his hand. The next day, roll call happens. The guards find Andy's cell is empty. Yep. And, <laughs> and Red thinks that they're yeah. going to find him hanging in laughing. there. It's the longest night of his life. Yeah. yeah. He's so worried about, about Andy. Yeah. And then Andy's yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he didn't sleep. He didn't sleep. There's beautiful, beautiful shot of inside Red Cell where you see ju just a slight amount of light. Mm -hmm. And every shot in here is when you see shots of Andy in his cell, there's a slight amount of light. Mm -hmm. And the light gets brighter and brighter and brighter through the movie. And there's a slight amount of light, but the light gets brighter, the light gets stronger, and in Red Cell, everything is muted. Yep. And you just okay. see a slight amount, but then, you know, as he goes through, he gets worried, but it gets light really quick, and it fades out. Mm -hmm. The hope. Yep. The hope, in general. And the, uh, Norton Irate, where the hell is Andy? Oh, look at that. Maybe she knows. Maybe Cupcake knows, pointing at Raquel Welch hanging on the wall. Yeah. And he throws the rocks around and then brings Red in there. Well, where's your friend? He's thick as thieves, throws the rock, and then you hear. Doo, 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 doo. The hell? What the? And he goes over and he sticks his finger in the hole in the poster and in I. In the went belly button. And I say, dee lee lee In the belly button of Raquel Welch. Yep. And then, you know, does that. There's a point to this Shows as well. There's a whole arm in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see that awesome shot of being in the hole, of seeing the hole and seeing that slow motion slow. But then they show the previous night. Now. In the book, what happens is Andy got the library, and specifically why he got the library is he wanted to have access to copies of Farmer's Almanac. Yep. Okay. So he's playing the long con, but he specifically wanted to see patterns to determine when a lightning storm would happen. Okay. So he escapes on, light, on a lightning storm... He uh, digs his way out through there over 19 years, that rock hammer that he requested years back, and Red thought it would take him 600 years. He did it in less than 20. Yep. 
They find the rock. Soft ass walls. Mm-hmm. Well, they're yeah. basically made of concrete. Yeah, it's yeah. like old concrete. So yeah, it's not it's really held together. Not up to, he didn't not even up like. Either. I thought he would have to hit the walls, but I guess mm. he just scratched All it. All he had to do was scrape it. Yeah. yeah, like what kind of cheap ass walls are those? But there's a good scene where you know he's scraping, and then you see that a it's large like chunk crumbled. came yeah, out. Yeah, he was like carving like, his he carving, carving his name, and then yeah. yeah. Oh wait a minute! When it came out there, now they they do the little flashback, and you find that you know he crawls out the sewage pipe, wow. but he takes Norton's suit, shoes, and ledger, and proof of the money laundering while the guards are searching for him. Andy is now Randall Stevens. Yeah, it's like, by the time the, the guards know he's gone, he is long gone. Yeah, now, he withdraws a total of 1966 money. Of $370,000. Now, I did the math. I was going to say, I have not looked that up, so... I got it. So... I'm sorry, 1966, he he, yeah. he escapes. So it's three million three thousand five hundred nine five hundred fifty five dollars Nice. Holy crap. Yeah, that's and... Enough to, uh, that's enough to definitely nice, retire. Enough to nice disappear. Oh, just, especially yeah. in 1966 with $3 million? Yeah. Plenty. And put, yeah. a, put a good chunk... Uh, yeah. You know, put, a, put a good chunk under a rock yeah. at the end of a... Uh, yeah. At the end of a, um, uh, a stone, stone wall, yeah. stone wall, yeah. and then go to Mexico. Yeah, and just disappear, and just disappear. We hope you enjoy living abroad, Mister Stevens. I'm sure. Will I you will. please add this to your outgoing mail, ma'am? Mm-hmm. Sure, no problem. I and, love it. Yeah. The ledger and all that stuff gets sent straight to basically the. Bangor to, Press. To a local newspaper. Mm-hmm. Oh no, something happened here down to the prison. Their state police arrived to take Hadley into custody, who well, was apparently balls like a baby. Crying like a baby and confessed everything. And I really hate that Norton committed suicide. And it's like, I'm not sad that he's gone, yeah. but he also did not get yeah. what he deserved. Although, yeah. to be fair, he knew he was going to end up being convicted of all this. Yeah. And then he'd end up in his own prison. Yeah. Yeah, they do mention that if he finds out about it, he'd have a number in here with us. Mm-hmm. And the following year, Red's finally paroled, but there's a a major scene. This is major here because the entire time, Red does not show his number. Mm-hmm. It's you know some of it is obscured by his by his suspenders, mm-hmm. and that's the entire time when he sits. Every time he is up for parole, every ten years, he sits down and he says, "Absolutely, I have been totally rehabilitated, mm-hmm. except for this last time." But when he is an institutional man at that point, and he sits down the last time and he says, "What the hell is rehabilitation? What is Something that even so mean? you motherfuckers could sit in a suit, so some politicians can do it." Yeah. He has his entire number exposed. Hmm. He has the entirety of it exposed, and it's like, okay, he, he is the institution now. He's basically yeah. say, he does basically say though, "Do I regret it? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Can mm. I? Could I go back and tell my my younger self?" Don't no. be stupid. Don't do yeah. it. I would if I could, but I can't. Yeah, that guy's gone. He's gone now. This that is what gone. I am. So, yeah. what is rehabilitation? Yeah. Who the fuck cares? What is that? 
Yeah. Who cares? The only other one that's out on parole or gets out of it in this movie is Brooks. And that's the very same thing. The very last scene you see him where he's about to stab Haywood so he could stay, mm -hmm. his entire number is exposed. Mm -hmm. And a couple of scenes you see his, but everybody else, it's partial. Mm -hmm. Andy, you barely see his number. Yeah. He's always thinking outward. He's always thinking and he's playing the long con. Good way to put it. Yeah. So it's 1967 at this point. He struggles to adapt outside of prison, red at this point, yeah. and he fears he never will. He's, He's bagging, bagging groceries. groceries. Except yeah. this time, at least the manager's like, you don't have to ask when you want to take Yeah, the guy's a little nicer than the 50s manager, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely tell that he's just like, he's getting a little frustrated, but at the same time, he's like, oh, you don't have to ask. Yeah. Just so, go, man. Yeah. But he submits he can't piss unless he has responsibility. He's given he, a chance he, to. He needs to be told. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And remembering his promise to Andy, he's, uh, you know, but there's a good shot, though, where he's like, you know, I thought about ways to break my parole. And he's going to buy a gun. Yeah, yeah. And you look, but, but you see he, the whole range of guns and then the, the compass. Camera. I think mm -hmm. I like the fact that it kind yeah. of pans over to the compass because then he remembers, like it mm -hmm. clicks in his head, mm -hmm. wait a minute, I have something I need to do. Yeah, the only yeah. thing keeping him alive, I guess, was the promise he made to go find yeah. that tree, the, yeah. the rock with the, yeah. the tree with yeah. the rock. I have now, some place I need to go. Yeah. Now that tree and that site was an actual site and that tree was preserved until it was struck by lightning. A few oh. years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And, I would think a tree that big would survive a lightning strike. Yeah, no, half of it was taken down, and then a windstorm happened and took the rest of it out. Oh. Yeah, and, you know, but there is a lot of preservation. The, the Shawshank Prison, which was actually filmed in Ohio, was not an actual prison, but they kept it for memorial purposes. Huh. And they bought it from the state for one dollar. It's no longer a prison, but it stands as a monument to the movie. Huh. Um, so Red visits Buxton, and you know there the beautiful letter. Although I got to back up a moment. Norton commits suicide, and it's absolutely a scene where I laugh like hell. And where, I started too, where right? yeah, where he looks at the ledger, looks at the Bible, yep. and then you see in written Andy's handwriting oh, yes. here, you know, you're right, it does come from within. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're, you're like, and it's just fuck. And he carved out the thing yeah. for the hammer. Yeah, at the very beginning, I said he just did. like he if, they, when they were knocking, when they were going over a cell, I'm just yeah. like. That hammer's in the Bible. Yeah. I'm telling it's and in I was the Bible. Like, I was like, maybe, because I thought yeah. maybe he was hiding it in the wall. Yeah. Because I was like, I I knew from, again, cultural osmosis, yeah. that he gets out through a hole in the wall. Right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. I was like, well, maybe he's hiding it in the wall. And he was like, no, he's hiding that, that hammer in the Bible. Yeah. And I was like, okay, possibly. And then when, he, when that happened, I was like, okay, you're right. There you yeah. go. Yeah, and it's you know, very it's very rare I get to hear the words "you are right" from her, so I, I appreciate them when I can. So he commits. Red commits the second time in his life he's ever been a, he committed outwardly committed a crime. He violates parole and heads to Fort Hancock, Texas, and crosses the border to Mexico, admitting that he finally feels hope. Now, the whole time of the bus, there's still like. He mimics the actions of Brooks, and some of the scenes are almost shot for shot the same. Yep. 
you know, where he does it. And I didn't get a chance to do this, but I bet what happened is those scenes were filmed on the same day. Mm. James Whitmore and then Morgan Freeman did it and then just back to back mm. and just did what he had to do. Um, you know, where he admits, yes, there is hope. And, you know, he's still shaking. He's still nervous, but he feels hopeful. But he was excited. Yeah. Like, this was a different type of... Yeah. Different type of white knuckle. Mm. Like, Brooks's white knuckle was a, f a fear. Yeah. A little bit of hope, but yeah. mostly fear. And this yeah. is the exact opposite, yeah. where it's mostly, yeah. mostly hope with a little bit of yeah. fear. And that's why Red's on the bus, and he's holding on to the bar in front of him, but he's still different. Mm -hmm. It's still a little different there. So he heads down to Mexico. The two friends are reunited, and then the movie ends. I was happy with that, too, because yeah. I was afraid that the movie was going to end like the book ends, because yeah. the book ends with him on the way down. Yeah. Whereas the movie ends with um, Morgan Freeman walking on the beach and Tim Robbins working on a dilapidated, yeah. like, broken boat. Like, it looks like he's trying to fix it. And they see each other, and like the camera pans out, and the two of them, like in a in a long shot, hug, and they are together, and they, um, you can obviously tell that the two friends are together, and that yeah. they're gonna, you know, at least work Do together and stay together, they're gonna be together. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a nice ending. I was actually very glad to see that ending. I was but, like wondering where's this damn hotel. Thank you. Well, because I never thought about that. He's gonna build the hotel. He <laughs> yeah. even said it that he's gonna build the How hotel. Long has he and been he's, out? Gonna, he's gonna. At this point, he's only been out about a year. Uh, yeah. 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 So good point. It's yeah. It's gonna take it's, some time. He's yeah. gonna build the hotel. He's gonna. He's gonna build the boat first. It's gonna take some time. And now that he's got red, they're gonna be partners. They're gonna do it together. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, and it works. Yeah. And it works. I mean, this is one of my favorite movies, period. Um, Hands the, down. I in the love wiki, this. Yeah. Um, it they paralleled a lot of it to um, to like a Jesus allegory. Yes. Um, I, there I, there is a Jesus allegory. There's yeah. a lot of it with you know the warden being Punctious Pilot mm -hmm. and you know a lot a lot of there's a lot of parallels. You're right. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah, uh, where they yeah. end up at the end is like yeah. Paradise Eden. Mm -hmm. Um, the um, uh, they they mentioned something like uh, some of the food being the Last Supper in a certain yeah. case. Like there's they, there's a lot of I'm not going when to he's detail at the table. It. And you're right, yeah, yeah, and you're right. There's um, I believe, and listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Stephen King started writing this as a thought of what if Jesus Christ came back. What would happen? He'd be thrown in prison and think he's crazy, being accused of many crimes. Yeah. You know, meet with his friends and, you know, then, you know, gain the respect of a bunch of people and probably take off somewhere else and then rebuild again. Yep. Which many movies, you know, including, um, um, you know, anyone who have like the godlike thing or the Messiah complex, almost always they end up on a coastal town in Mexico. It's true. I'm thinking of, um, you know, um, oh, God, the... Planet Terror? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Push her back to the ocean? Yeah. Yep. Push her back to the ocean when everything else is hell, you find what you find there. And, you know, that's just it. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick break, tell you about 4041 Media, 
And we'll come back for Fantasy Casting. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back! All right. Fantasy casting. Go ahead, Cass. Okay. Um, I don't know what to do with it, though. I I, I just think the idea is funny to uh, replace Andy with Prison Mike. (laughs) The worst thing about prison was the Dementors. They went ahead, got what into your the, head. Wh- okay, where's Prison Mike from? The office. The office. Uh, so, okay, that's why I don't know it. Yeah. Ah, oh, 16. No prison Mike. No uh, prison for prison Mike. Right. I don't know what prison Mike is, so what that doesn't Wait, sense. what was that character from um, Saturday Night Live that Keenan played? Oh, yeah, where they did the, uh, like, the scared straight parody. I can't remember enough about it to yeah. make a joke about it. Well, basically, like... It was a thing! Yeah, or he would do this, or he would just, like, try to scare kids straight. You know, but he would just, like, get random pop culture references. Oh, and then people were like, you're describing this yeah, movie. Yeah, this movie, or, like, or he's like, you know, one time I had a friend of mine who was innocent where he went ahead, but he dug out of prison, and I had to stay here. And you know what we did? He had a, the warden, went ahead and killed one of his friends who got a GED. That's Shawshank Redemption. What the hell? Like, then it, it would uh, get meta. Yeah. That would be very meta. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, I but there were others. I have an idea for one. It's less casting so yeah. much as it's, uh, like, setting. Yeah. Basically, same plot, same movie, Shawshank yeah. Redemption, but it's set in Super Jail. Oh! <laughs> yes! 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 Ah! I was thinking about that when I saw the guy with the bird. I'm like, hey, there was a guy with the bird man. Yeah, and eventually eventually Sansa will show up. (laughs) Poor Sansa. That's a 13. That ain't happening. Oh, poor Sansa. Man, you need to protect my money. Yeah. What are you doing? Didn't didn't Sansa just drop dead? Yeah. Yeah. I would say at the very end of the movie, Andy would crawl out and be a riot, and everyone would be dead. Yep. And like every like as it was at the end of every episode. Well, everybody in Super everybody Jail dies. dies at the end of every episode, and then well, everybody's the fine warden. at the end. Yeah, yeah. Probably like the the prisoners. So yeah. many prisoners die in every everybody episode dead. of Super Jail. I couldn't see the warden just shooting a guy for getting a GD. Yeah. I mean, for well, no, he no. wouldn't shoot them. The the prison guard whose name I can never remember. The Shit. the big the big lady. What yeah, would happen yeah. if this was in the she world did. of like Ernest goes to jail? Oh my god! <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> Uh, Andy would have uh, Andy would have escaped a lot faster. Considering we've done that movie too, yeah. Uh, Andy, Andy would have escaped a lot faster and probably done it in drag. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's another way it would have worked. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah, the dice like that That's one. a 29. <laughs> I would say, like, you know, yeah. That would have made it a parody. But you have, <laughs> your red pops out and just does random character changes. Yep. Or and it was my friend. But you know, honey, he had to be a real good friend. He was my friend, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're on the trial where he's oh. eating his pen and he starts just like, starts gushing out <laughs> with ink. ink everywhere. Yeah. Oh. And that's why he went to jail. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the judge gets ink all over him. He's like, give you three life sentences, get out. So I'm Jim, sorry, so, Warden. <laughs> Since Jim Barney is Andy. <laughs> what about your weird Toy Story thing? Okay. All right, here's mine. Oh, dear. So this would be, and, you know, down in the, my idea is Andy eventually comes back to the U.S. as Randall Stevens, has a child as Andy, and it begins the Toy Story world. Oh, God. And, you know, where he talks, you know, and Red is still around. He's the godfather friend. But, you know, Randall has a wife and there's the Stevens. But just to have this narration of, I don't know where Andy needs to be, but just know Andy always had a friend in me. (laughs) And, oh, 38. Yeah, okay. This is where Toy Story began. Yeah, that—that's the. Uh, that I, I can't. Like I, I even. That changes the soundtrack. Oof. Or, yeah. Or <laughs> Andy goes off to college in Toy Story three and yeah. studies to become a banker. Yeah. And things go poorly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I just need my toys back. Oh no. Okay, Red. I need to have a Woody doll. You got one of those, or maybe uh, a Buzz Lightyear. Well, that's, son, that's you don't want to have fast forwarding the uh, yeah. the movie a few years. Yeah, son, you don't want to have anything called a Woody in here at all. <laughs> Buzz well. Lightyear, maybe in the girls' prison, <laughs> not here. Like uh, the I. Well, that's I, Adam and Eve. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Adam and Eve. You can probably get yourself a Buzz Lightyear as well. Yeah. Anyone ever see Mad TV? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had an amazing thing called Sex Toy Story. (laughs) (laughs) Or or it was just, you know, the story that happened in Mom's Room. (laughs) There used to be, okay, years ago, uh, God, maybe 10, 10, 12, 13 years ago, there used to be on Saturday nights at 3 o'clock in the morning, there used to be a show on that I used to dub Sex Toy QVC. (gasps) Oh God! Yes. Um, oh God! Yeah. It was like on cable. It was on cable. Uh, I cannot for the. I think it was on Oxygen. oxygen. It was on Oxygen. Uh, so, yeah. so it was on Oprah's TV. Uh, uh, TV channel. And it was like these two women. Oh God! Uh, like it was. A, it was a white lady and an Asian lady, and they both would uh, show different sex toys and how. Uh, how to use them, not obviously how to use them. Use yeah, them, it, but was, it wasn't like, porn, it, it wasn't but it was porn, like, it would, but it was they like would explain, they would explain how like, to use them. And I've where, seen this. Oh my god, it was the best show on the planet. How did they yeah. demonstrate it? They would, they at would, one point, I remember um, one of them. It was like a ten. Yeah, it was like yeah. a ten-inch suction oh, cup dong. Ten-inch And like dong. the Asian girl, the Asian oh, girl just went. 
and stuck it to the desk in between of them. So it's just kind of like just flopping wow. there. It's just kind of like gently waving between the two of them while they're describing was, the benefits of it. It was silicon, and it was oh, like oh god, it was so it good. It was I think pink and like and and uh, <laughs> like a dildo sword. Oh yeah, yeah. it totally was. Wow. And like they, they'd, they'd be holding the dildo and like talking and gesturing with it, and you just see them flop, Oh god, oh my god. Oh god, it was so funny. Especially at three in the morning. And when I'm trying to explain it to my friends, and like some of them believe me, and I was trying to, and so I was like, guys, you just have to come over and see it. So I would have friends come over to my house and stay till three o'clock in the morning just to watch the show. Yeah. And it it was was, so good. Oh God, it was amazing. I I could only wish that the show was still on because it was just so good. I've seen this, I think. I I miss you, sex toy QVC. And they were being so serious serious about it. And everything's, they're being super professional. And there's just a 10 inch floppy dong going. So, 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 so good. So, you two ladies, if you are still out there, thank you so much for entertaining me at 3 o'clock in the morning on Saturday nights. I appreciate it. Uh, And I miss you, and I would really appreciate seeing you again. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Oh, man. I don't know how this always turns to sex toys, but hey. I mean, considering our sponsor. That's offer code so, MCCM. <laughs> check out for Adam and Eve. Oh, God, you know. Hey, maybe yeah. they have that 10 inch floppy dong. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Suction cups stick to things. Apparently, you can do it in the shower. Oh. Yeah. I read this really unfortunate one that happened online. I wouldn't suggest doing it with your grandma at home. Yeah. Just saying. Didn't one of our friends have a roommate once that stuck one to the bathroom mirror? Yes. <laughs> she did that on purpose, though. Sent yeah. someone a message. Yeah, that just was kind of walking to the bathroom in the morning. It's just like, huh? Yeah, she Look did that around on it and brush your teeth. Yeah, she, yeah. No, she did that on purpose to freak him out. But yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Well, and that was Shawshank Redemption. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, I like the. Um, I, where did we watch it? Netflix or? It was on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. How lazy the description it. of the movie was. Yeah. Two prisoners find redemption. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's I not that. inaccurate, but yeah. it's like that is the laziest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you never saw it, but you really had a deadline. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed those... my book report of the Shawshank this... Redemption. <laughs> this is also one of those movies, though, that is. Andy was redeemed. It, but it's also one of these movies that it's um, it's about a couple that that share a love that mm. is not romantic in any mm-hmm. way, but it's um, definitely a powerful a powerful love. Head over it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, but it's French. It's very French. But it's mm-hmm. but it's definitely a friendship love story. is Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, friendship no, is magic. Yes, but it, no. But I, I kind of want to put it out there that this is actually a love story. It yeah. is. But yeah, it's not right. a right. Yeah. a romantic yeah. love story but it is a love story yeah. love, love doesn't have to only be romantic yeah, yeah. Like, like there are a lot of different kinds yeah. of love and I, that's kind of what I wanted to say that this is sort of a love story but it's not yeah. your typical love story and I think Stephen King kind of he he. this is one of those movies that I actually really 
really enjoyed. I truly enjoyed it. It killed me inside a little bit. Yeah. Um, but oh, I enjoyed there are it. There parts that are very heavy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Is Green Mile one of his, too? Yes, Green yes, Mile's another okay. one of his. Like, he has the ability to rip my soul out. Yeah. Um, this, Like I said, this is a really, really good movie. I enjoyed it. But I do not think this is a movie I will ever watch again. Yeah. I think once was enough. I I I will watch it, it again. It hurt I, I me. Think it, it actually hurt me. So the psychological story and the psychology of all this, and just getting through it. And again, I'll just end it at this point. Well, if you, I had something to say. Oh. Uh, well, oh. I'm all in my part at it. Oh. Um, but. If you have a job that you never felt you'll ever get out of, or if you feel that you have, if you're stuck in a situation that you feel is permanent, and it's really not, like, watch this, and then you kind of gain some hope, and you go, you know what, it's not that bad, especially for kids who are being bullied, uh, it, there's hope. Like, it gives, you, it gives you hope. Well, I mean, for me, it helped me get through some horrible times. Oh, when you say kids, you mean relative to someone who's 36? Yeah, yeah. 35? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... I don't like, want to do math. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's just, if, you have, if you're going through some horrible time, this definitely gives you hope. Don't, don't park your five-year-olds in front of it. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> don't park your 12-year-olds in front of it. Uh, no. Daddy, why is he called a sister? No. Yeah. At least that, that yeah. wasn't graphic. Yeah, no, no. No, it could have been much worse. Yeah. Yeah, I was afraid they'd show more yeah. than that. Than yeah. they did. They just kind of panned away. They yeah. panned away. They they didn't go into detail. They just kind of made it go. They, you, sometimes he fended him off. Sometimes happened. he didn't. You know what? Yeah. And he kind of read basically yeah. what you knew what happened. That's I'll why I said in our video, it. like, I, yeah, I it's thought, a trigger warning on that, though. I thought Andy was pretty clever, though, when, when mm. that guy... Boggs threatens to put his dick in his mouth, and he's yeah. like, I'll bite it. Yeah. 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 That's like, if a, you yeah. shiv me the reaction, I'll bite it off. How do you know that? I read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a gag reflex. You know what happens when you have a gag reflex? Mm. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I was going to say pretty much the same thing. Okay. Yeah, the, the, there's definitely, we should be, definitely put a trigger warning on this. That yeah. There are some scenes that are, yeah. uh, that are, can be a little bit graphic, even if they're not it's per not, se yeah. graphic, they can be yeah. um, triggering. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, suicide prevention. Yeah. Please. Um, yes. I've been yes. thinking a lot about loss of hope lately, yes. yeah. so... Uh, watching a movie like this kind of makes you think maybe hope isn't stupid. Right. Oh, no. Right. That's the real big point. I, so next week, uh, hopefully we could secure a guest. Uh, if mm -hmm. not, that'll be okay. But we will end the Stephen King exploration with my opinion, the best adaptation. Uh, you know, and, and <laughs> the best adaptation for, uh, for a movie that had nothing to do with the Yes, <laughs> the best adaptation, the most fun. We will yes. learn about a actor who always brushes his teeth before he goes to set, <laughs> and we will learn about a director who is an asshole. Oh, big time. But is a genius in his own right as well. Mm -hmm. 
And the actress who, an actress who didn't go through great times, no. is now living with uh, Madonna's ex-boyfriend. Which one? Uh, one of them. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know which one. one it is, but the uh, living on a farm with Madonna's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and if I saw what one she looks like lately. She, yeah. she does not look too well. And a uh, little kid actor who now is a regional manager of Walmart. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be a really interesting uh, exploration of one of my favorite thriller films. And a dude in a dog suit. Yes, for some reason. It's... I'm not going into it. (laughs) Yeah, and we go into The Shining. Or The Shining, if you don't want to get sued. (laughs) The Shining. Uh... (laughs) It's next time in Movie Theater Time Machine with Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, and Little Danny. And we see if you could survive winter in Colorado. Red rum. Oh, red rum. Red rum. So be good, take care of yourself, and let's take care of each other. Red rum.